go. Get, don't let the ball hit the ground. Touch outside the three-point line. Quick, quick. Get there, D-Ruth. The next ball. Here we up. Allen, Allen. LSUA fans, it's time for the Fort Report. Your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fort Report. We're excited. We've got a great episode for you today. We're here with Larry Cordero. Today we're going to be talking about last week, the battle at the beach. And we're looking ahead to conference play, which starts tomorrow for the LSUA Generals, and we're pretty excited about that. Coach Larry, how's it going? Ben, it's going fine, man. We're here at LSUA preparing for Red River play and really lost track of how many of these podcasts we've done now. I used to know the number, but, man, we just week after week after week, you've been very consistent. We appreciate your time. You bet, man. This is this is great. We're, I think this is episode number nine, so we've been going at this for a couple months now. And, uh, hey, you look different. You look a little tanner is that the right word more tan tanner today than you were last week when we did this uh, what's it, the deal you been at the it, beach it, it, it doesn't take much uh we went out to the beach at panama city with our players probably for about 75 minutes and that's all it takes for me i don't get to see much sun but our guys some of them hadn't been to the beach in a while and it was a good experience for them to go out there and to collect some seashells get their feet wet and sandy take some pictures and we did that the day before we played, and uh, good experiences, great times and memories that those guys will have for a while. That's awesome. That's great. Um, was the water cold? It was. We had two <laughs> players, Dustin Roy and Brandon Ellis, uh, ran out there and jumped in it. And I said, you know what, guys? You know, I, I did, and Coach Kyle Thorne did as well. So we had to, oh, we had to match goodness. the players, the oh, coaches. Oh, that's right. And, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, great. I wasn't packed for the beach. I was packed for basketball games. I just had to – get in with whatever I had. We went straight from practice to the beach before we went and ate some Thanksgiving food and a little in-between beach trip, and, and we made it work. We, we dried awesome. out eventually. That's fun. That's fun. Why not? All right, Coach. Um, well, three games in three days, the battle at the beach in Panama City Beach. Um, yeah, Coach, I, I mean, you know, we walk away with two wins, and you got to be proud of that. Uh, would rather have not have lost uh, the game in the middle. But um, but that's that's how how we finish. So let's talk about Valley City State first. Um, you guys came out and played Valley City State on Friday, uh, middle of the day, and um, you know I, I guess one player comes to mind from that one, Chris Vickers. Man, his stat line was, was pretty impressive there. Uh, Thirty one points, and he was nine of thirteen from the field, which is also what he was from the three point line because all his shots were three pointers. Uh, great game for, for Chris uh, on Friday, huh, Coach? Nobody's been around the program as long as I have, six years for me, and Chris Vickers is right behind me with five years. And We're going to maximize his ability this year to the, to, to the utmost level that we can and just appreciate his gifts and his personality. He made nine three-pointers. He tied Hayward Register's record on the road at Sagu. I believe it was season three, Hayward made nine, and we kind of knew that during the game and put Vickers back in there in hopes of letting him get double digits, make one more. He shot one more. It wasn't the best-looking attempt, and uh, we didn't want to get him hurt or anything, so we pulled him out and said, hey, man, time, it's pretty solid, 31 points. Let's get ready for the next game. But, you know, he's one of the better shooters in the country, and we're glad that he's a general and he's on our team. 
He's a, a, a lefty. I call him a, a slingshot uh, slasher. He likes to also think that he can slash and put the ball on the floor, which he can. He's not just a shooter and limited to just a one-trick pony. Chris can take charges. He can rebound. He can make the outside shot. He can go inside and, and put the ball on the floor. You know, he's well uh, – diversified he, he, he's a great basketball player and an unbelievable human being he deserves uh, everything that he gets he works yeah, hard for it that's all awesome. well he put on a great show on friday and you know it had to feel good to to get back in the win column after dropping a couple of games and uh and coming back out and and you guys put it on him mean, 103 to 67 and, and really in control uh from the beginning we had a uh, a good lead 47 23 <laughs> at the half and then, um, and then we just kept going in the second half. So had to feel good to get back in the win column on Friday, huh, Coach? Twenty-three points. Valley City scored twenty-three at halftime. That was uh, quite an effort for our guys in that first half to come out there and set the tone for the game. And it was good to get a win underneath our belt. And uh, you know, the next game, not not uh, the ball didn't bounce our way. And uh, the final game, we did. So we had a. Uh, we had a, a sandwich of wins with a loss in between. But That's right. Here we are getting ready for Red River play starting tomorrow, and I'm sure you want to visit a little bit more about uh, the Faulkner game. And- yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the Faulkner game. So then you 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 play, you get the win, and then you come back uh, a day later and you play Faulkner. And uh, Faulkner came into the to the ball game at eight and two, uh, so they, you know, they've had a good season thus far, and um, it was a battle uh, to say the least. Talk me through uh, just the game, and and I know that the the ending was uh, was a, a fantastic finish um, for basketball fans, uh, not so much for LSUA fans. But but talk to us about the game with Faulkner on Saturday. Well, the last two halves uh, were not kind to the generals. Uh, we got beat at the end of the first half at the buzzer. Something that we worked on in practice to make sure we absolutely get the last shot of the first half. They went down and hit a three at the buzzer. And then, of course, we're tied up with three seconds to go. Adabutu hit an unbelievable shot uh, to tie. And we just knew and thought we'd go to overtime and win that game and play for the Battle at the Beach Championship the next day. But uh, with three seconds left, they threw the ball the length of the court. Uh, We thought it was going to be on ESPN Top Ten the next day. It was all over social media. You know, credit. The, the player, their leading scorer, number four, for uh, making the shot, whether it was a luck shot or what meant to be. Uh, the game shouldn't have been that close in our eyes. Uh, we uh, you know, had a, a pretty good lead at uh, different times of the games, but credit Faulkner. They ended, ended up winning that championship down there at the beach, and they beat the team uh, in the finals by 29 points. You know, They beat us by two points, and uh, – you know, it was, it, it was a hard pill to swallow. You know, you, sure. we wanted to keep our players' spirits lifted and, uh, you know, keep confidence for that next game because we, we couldn't lose that next one. I mean, it was all we don't want to call it a must-win, but we had – it was the closest thing to it. We wanted to be 7-3, and three, not 6-4. and four. And our guys the next day versus Voorhees College came out and took care of business, and we were able to get on that long bus trip home with a with a 2-1 and one record. It wasn't the – the 3-0 and record that we were hoping for. But, uh, you know, right now, 10 games into the season, Ben, we're 7-3. and three. And last night I went and I looked at our 10 games uh, start for each of our seasons now. You know, we've been 9-1, and one, we've been 10-0, and 8-2. Oh, and, 
But this is the second time we've been seven and three, and the other time we were seven and three, we we made the national championship game in season four. Not saying that we're just going to up and make it now because we're seven and three. That's a coincidence. But you know, there's still a, still a lot of ball to be played, and hopefully we can learn from these losses. You know, where we've lost three games by a combined nine points. Yeah. So uh, we're not getting run out of the gym. You know, we're right there, but we just got to be able to clean up some things, sure. in particular some turnovers. And we're excited as ever. We're enthusiastic uh, coming off that Voorhees win. We got a lot of pl- a lot of players, got a lot of minutes, and produced, and we're ready to roll tomorrow into Texas College. Yeah, that's great. You know, and in the Voorhees game, you guys uh, controlled the first half and the second half. You, you really played well and uh, had a twenty point win there. Um, what are some so these three games? Bam, bam, bam! Right after Thanksgiving and uh, three games in a row. What are some big takeaways? Um, you know, when you look at the, the three games that you can take away from last week? We can really shoot the basketball, uh, but we just can't rely on that. We, if we take care of the basketball, it means we get a chance to shoot the basketball, and our percentages are just sky high, uh, shooting 41% from three. I'm sure it's got to be up there in the country. Uh, we are really good from the free throw line at 75%. we got to continue to – I mean, we shoot about half our shots for threes, which is highest than we've ever had at LSU. Yeah, that's a pretty high uh, percentage. Yeah, it is. Uh, I tell our guys, whatever percent we're shooting from three, that's the percentage of shots that we are allowed or can or should take from three. So, uh, you know, we just got to, you know, watch our temps from three and don't forget the big guys, reward them. Let's get to the free throw line. We were 19 to 23 from the free throw line versus Voorhees. Uh, Here at home versus USAO, I want to say we were – 22 of 23 so mm-hmm. go, going 7 of 11 in Faulkner didn't help us uh, Faulkner's a team that gets to the free throw line and we knew that they averaged 28 free throw attempts I want to say they got 21 uh, we want to be able to get as many we want to make as many free throws as the opponents take mm-hmm. uh, and, and Texas College uh, they also do a good job and speaking of our first opponent in the Red River they, they get to the free throw line 28 times a game as well so our mm-hmm. goal is to, to make sure it's like 9 and 9 We'll yeah. give them 18, 18 uh, single-digit halves. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to guard without fouling and letting teams, uh, you know, just really just make free throws after free throws. I thought, you know, Faulkner got to the line quite a bit, and I think that kind of hurt us. Okay, Coach, so shifting gears a little bit, looking looking ahead, tomorrow we play uh, Texas College on the road, and then a couple of days later we go to Jarvis Christian College. And, and so we are opening up. Red River Athletic Conference play uh, this week. And so um, a lot, lot to be said and, and talked about there. Before we talk about the, the opponents, um, did, what does the mentality, does, does the team's mentality change a little bit? Um, we've gone from, you know, playing our non-conference schedule as we transition to the conference uh, schedule. Um, you know, how, do you look at it differently? What, what, what's different? Is anything different? Not a lot. You know, stakes are higher, though. We can't afford to drop one. We believe whoever wins the Red Rivers probably going to only have one or maybe at the two most losses. We we can't afford to uh, – you know, a lot of teams want to win their home games and split on the road. Well, LSUA, we, we want to defend the fort and, and be road dogs, road warriors, and go out there and, uh, you know, take care of business every game out. Texas College played us to a basket last year at their place the year before that it was a one point overtime win it's a unique place to say the least mm-hmm. uh that we we share a locker room with our girls who play before us at their place it's just you know it's just different it's small it's old school it's just 
you know, it's just Texas. You've got to go there to see it. It's a neat little place. Uh, nothing bad against it. It's just different. Right. And I think people probably think the fort's different when they come to play here. Sure. Everybody has their sure. home, home court advantage. And so we've got to go in there know it's the first game of conference play against the 6-4 and four team. You know, they're just a game behind us overall. They beat Tougaloo, who was the number one seed last year. They beat Langston, who everybody knows uh, how good Langston's been in years past when they've been the Red River uh, until they – went to Oklahoma conference and they've also beat Suno who we, we did not beat. So, you know, they've got some pretty good quality wins and uh, they're a little bit better than they've probably been in the past. And they've got a guard oriented group. So we're going to have our hands full and hopefully they will with us as well. And uh, we look forward to hopefully on uh, starting conference play with a win. I mean, we, we've got to have this. We can't drop any more. That's right. That's right. Well, we're looking forward. It's going to be a great matchup tomorrow night, and uh, should be should be a fantastic game. Um, yeah, and, and you know, you talked about them compared to last year. Last year, they finished sixth in the conference, and uh, they're off to a great start thus far this year. So um, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a fun one uh, tomorrow as we open conference play. Okay, uh, and then. We, uh, just two days later, we'll be playing at Jarvis Christian College. Uh, tell us a little bit a little bit about Jarvis Christian College. I know last year uh, they, they finished last in the conference. Uh, what do we know about them so far this year? Well, Jarvis Christian uh, is not far from Texas College. We were going to spend the night, uh, but we've got finals next week, so we're going to make it two trips. We'll come back thursday night uh not get in at a too 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 late but it'll be after midnight for sure we'll go over jarvis on friday uh, we hadn't talked uh any really with our guys about jarvis and you know ben i don't know what, what there's really to say you know of course an assistant coach on our staff has that scout and he'll be able to hand me that as soon as tomorrow night's game over with but we're just going one game at a time we used to play friday saturday in the red river now we're playing thursday saturday so we've got a little bit of time to uh you know digest texas college and dive into jarvis so That's right. you know they, they don't have a great record right now but uh, as we went there last year it was a very close game uh, you know anything can happen if, if you don't go in there with a professional mature just locked in approach which i think this group has i know we've lost three games but it's kind of been uh you know, just for different reasons, and I, and I think we've addressed and we've learned what those are, and I think uh, this group's ready to go on a run. Hey, I just want to say thank you for uh, for for listening to the Fort Report podcast as we we weekly talk with head coach Larry Cordero, head coach of the LSUA Generals, and just want to remind our listeners that you can uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, uh, you can subscribe on Spotify or TuneIn Radio or Stitcher. You can, you can find this podcast, and we encourage you to, to listen and to share so that more people are in the know on the LSUA Generals basketball program. All right, Coach, and so uh, you talked before on the show about the Ball Hawk Award, and uh, the second one was just awarded. Tell us about that. That's right. Yesterday at the end of practice, Jason Hawk came by from Farm Bureau, and he awarded Anthony Stove a Ball Hawk Award. Chris Vickers was the first recipient, and Anthony, because of his charge taken in the Florida tournament and his big block shot, I guess you just had to be there to see it, but really it's 26 points. Anybody can look that up on the stat sheet. He was phenomenal uh, that game, in particular the second half. He was 5 of 7 from 3. He only took 12 shots and scored 26 points. He had a couple of assists and rebounds, but mainly because of his first charge and this big block shot that he hustled back on defense. That play stood out in the coaching staff's mind. So 
Anthony Stova, senior from Baton Rouge, uh, is our Ball Hawk Award recipient for uh, this time span. We'll do this about once every three or three or four weeks, and Jason will come by and he'll bring a basketball that uh, is logoed with, uh, you know, Farm Bureau and of course the LSUA logo, and it's got the guy's name on it. So it's a good little uh, keepsake that they'll have. Uh, for, for a long time to come. That's awesome. Congratulations to Anthony Stove for the Ball Hawk Award. Coach, uh, we, we're looking forward to a great week. Next week on our show, we hope to, to get uh, assistant coach Kyle Thorne on the, on the show with us, and we look forward to, to hearing from, uh, from Coach Kyle next week. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. All right. Well, looking ahead, Coach, uh, any final words before we wrap this one up? Ben, just thank you, man. Uh, we're thankful every day here at LSUA. Uh, we, maybe next year we'll be able to play a game around Thanksgiving here. We won't go on a, on a road trip. Road trip was good for us, though. It's preparing us for this league play that we're starting up on the road. And uh, everybody's healthy. Everybody's in good spirits. And uh, we're ready to get these six games in December. Uh, we've already got one. We, we talked about new month. A new day, and uh, we got that first one December 1st, but now we've got six more games before the Christmas break, only two at home, and we hope the fans can come out next Thursday and Saturday. That's December the 12th and the 14th here at the Fort and uh, watch some quality basketball and cheer us on to a couple victories, hopefully. That sounds great. That sounds great. All right, Coach, thanks for your time, and we're looking forward to the game tomorrow night. Go Generals! Thanks for listening to the Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. For more info on LSUA basketball, go to lsuagenerals.com.